What up, bros, and welcome to a bonus episode here on the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And in this bonus episode, we'll be breaking down a short film titled Umbra. It was sent, or it was, I don't even know how to word this. It was suggested, not really suggested. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> screwing this up. We got the... Oh my gosh, I don't know how to word this either. Because <laughs> I'm not the only one here. Someone wanted us to review it, and we're going to review it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really all there is to it. But um, if you guys want to check out the short film as well, it is available on YouTube. Uh, just search. I, I I don't think it's private, right? Isn't it uh, open to the public? No, it's public. Okay, it's public. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we were asked to review this from the director, um, and yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if uh, if you want to watch the short film before you listen to this review, uh, just go to YouTube and type in Umbra 2020 Short Horror Film, and the publisher is Scott Nair, or the channel name is yeah, Scott Nair. Or- yeah, um, for those of you that don't know, he and his wife, Sarah, were the ones that joined us on our Zack Snyder's Justice League episode. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, such a great episode, so go listen to that, and then go check out their short film. Um, Did I pronounce their last name right? I think it... I, is it is it Nair or Nar? What did you say? Nair? I think it's Nar. It's Nar. I am so sorry, Scott. I'm remembering Sarah. Nar. We've been meaning to do. <laughs> we've been meaning to do this breakdown for a really for a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and just life life happened, and so we're getting it done in April at least. So oh. <laughs> sorry, Scott and Sarah. Yeah. Like we said, life got in the way, but we're doing it now, and it's getting released this month exactly like we said, yeah. just not like right when it, in the month we it, yeah. said. Didn't come like <laughs> right after you helped us break down Justice League, or Zack Snyder's Justice League, so sorry about that. Yeah, our bad. Um, but anyway, I'll post links to their, uh, their the short film in the description. If you guys want a, a quick way to go listen to it, or you can just search what Rose told you to search. What did you say? Umbra 2020 short film? Uh, short horror film. Short horror film? Yeah. Yeah. So, either way, uh, super good. It's, what was it? It was 17 minutes long. Yep. Yeah, 17 minutes. So, very yeah, short so, horror I mean, film. But yeah, that's half a film. lunch break. <laughs> yeah. This is very true. I mean, a little over half, but not much. Yeah, but still. So, we highly recommend you guys go and watch this. Um, we are going to be using our normal system for this, but we're uh, we're tra- we're going to grade this as a short film. We're not going to be as harsh on different aspects of this because it is a short film. So just in case anyone thinks we're trying to be overly nice, screw you, this is our show. (laughs) Well, that wasn't nice at all. (laughs) Uh, So, for those of you new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories, but for this short film, we are going to split it into seven different categories. Uh, we're going to be talking about the story, the writing, the acting, the effects, the music, and the costumes. Um, we decided not to go with character development because I feel like it's kind of hard to do in a in a short film. Yes, very much so, with so little time. <laughs> yeah, and then at the very end, we're going to give it our own personal grade at the very end. And all of that math is going to give us our final All Bros letter grade. Uh, for this short film. So, without our getting that out of the way, um, if you guys have not watched it, like we said, go check it out. It is way short. It's a short film. 
Um, but go listen to it. Rose is about to spoil the entire thing for you. Well, maybe not the entire thing, just because it's only a two-sentence uh, summary of it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. okay. It won't spoil the whole thing, but here's... We'll spoil some of it for you. Yeah. But just go watch it. It's only 17 minutes. All right. So, in 1800s America, the sun has vanished and night is eternal across the nation. Along with the night came murderous banshees that are afraid of light and kill in the dark. Umbra follows the Connor family in the last leg of their journey across the American West to seek a rumored sanctuary from the dreaded Banshees. That's it. For <laughs> the summary. But, I mean, I appreciate Scott or Sarah, I don't know who wrote the synopsis for this on the YouTube video. Thank you for actually putting a synopsis for us because we, we couldn't find one and I feel I would have butchered um trying to give a summary for this movie would have been really bad <laughs> yeah i mean we do what we can yeah but so yeah anyway um so some quick fun facts about this this was written directed and edited by scott and then Sarah is is a producer on this. So they all kind of had their their say in this in this little story. Or they both had the, their say in this in the yeah. story and how it was told. Um we ended up giving the story an 86 for what they were able to pull off in 17 minutes is pretty damn incredible. Incre- yeah, no, I'm going to say incredible. Yeah, it was so good. It 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 keeps you. Dude, words are really difficult for me today. <laughs> um, just keeps you entranced in the movie or in the in the film. Like it, it's it's like I I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a short film that demands your attention. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what I, what I love is that throughout the whole thing, it is building up tension because the Banshees don't even appear till what, like 75% into the short film? Yeah, pr- basically. Yeah. So the fact that you're not seeing them, but you know that they're there and the tension that Scott was, I'm going to say Scott and Sarah were able to build up. Um, in this uh, short amount of time, is is pretty amazing. Yeah, it, they did a really good job. Um, scared the ever living shit out of me with those damn banshees. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, when a uh, face p- first popped up. I'm like, oh hell no, no, no. <laughs> it uh, dude, it was messed up. Like I, I was watching it on my phone too. Like my Oh the, you lucky the... effer. I watched it on my uh TV. Mistakes were made. <laughs> Dude, it still scared the shit out of me. Like my t- my Chromecast wasn't working, so I couldn't um stream it, so I was watching it. And it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like I I jumped. <laughs> it was insane. But Eighty six, I think, is a is a great score oh, for this. It's absolutely. not. I think if there's any argument to be made, there are some times where it could be considered slow. But yes, but I feel those are like the parts that like they kind of ex- wanted it to be because that's kind of building up the tension. Right. Yeah. Like I said, easily justifiable, but. Overall, like, it was a, a damn good story. Like, it, it did have a bit of a basic premise, but I think with short films, that's what works. Oh, basic yeah. is going to be your best friend. It's when you try to get overcomplicated and too freaking artsy-fartsy that <laughs> it <laughs> the short films start to go down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is sitting at a, a very nice 86 
Um, so good. Uh, moving on over to writing. So once again, this was written by the director and editor, Scott. <laughs> um, so we ended up giving the writing a, a 79. Which is not bad. Yeah, just shy of 80. And trying to think of what... Like, was there anything for you that stood out or... I feel the uh, writing for uh, Elijah and uh, the way that um, he's trying to uh, make sure that his wife and his daughter understand what's going on, that they need to escape, or they need to make sure that they're always surrounded by light, they need to get to the certain destination. The writing for him, I feel, is very, very strong. Right. I think where it might have gone down for me was with, I think it's Abigail. Abigail's the wife? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So I think it went down a little bit with Abigail. That's fair. I I definitely can agree that um, out of the three, she was she probably had like my least favorite writing, and not not saying that her writing was bad. Um, it's just I feel that uh, the writing for Elijah and Mercy was was a little stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like we said, it keeps you. It keeps you in the movie, like or wow. it everything that they they pull off. It keeps you in the situation. There are just some times where I feel like, and I don't even. It's just, I want to say dry, but that doesn't feel like the the right word. <laughs> I think I get what you're saying, um, but I do not know the correct word, like you. <laughs> Yeah, but overall, it was exceptional writing. Um, I think we've we've brought this up before. There's a lot of like big picture, um, like with other short films, big picture, the or the bigger picture is amazing. It's the like the the details that are a little like eh. Yeah, but. Well, I mean, overall, it was still, like, amazing. Yeah, it didn't right, pull me out of strong. it too much. I think there was, like, maybe a couple times where I'm just, like, okay, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> or a weird thing to say or no, a weird yeah, thing to do or just yeah. whatever. But overall, it was really good. Absolutely agree. Yeah. So we're sitting at a 79 for writing. Uh, moving on over to acting. So, Definitely shined here. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Acting is actually the lowest Ooh, oh. category that we've, we have. I'm sorry, um, it's sitting at a, Yeah, it's sitting <laughs> at a 72.5. And to give everyone credit, um, we had a, a pretty decent cast. The So, Elijah, Elijah Connor was played by Austin Wheeler. Abigail, I'm so sorry if I mess up your names. You do not have easy names to pronounce. Um, Abigail Connor was played by Sarah Ogan. Mercy Connor was played by Kaylee McFerrin. Yeah. John O'Reilly, the body for John O'Reilly, was portrayed by Scott Narr. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, John O'Reilly's voice was portrayed by Frank Manyong, who is also the executive producer on this. And then we have the two banshees, Agatha and Gudrun, or Gudrun, played by Gia Rose and Sammy Kakola. Are we related? Just kidding. <laughs> it is very rare that I see someone else with the uh, the last name Rose. I'm just saying, dude. I feel like I've met like a ton. Really, I've only. Yeah. I, I remember when I first moved to Utah. 
uh what was his name dave rose like uh he was wasn't he like a uh f- uh football coach for byu dude you're talking football to me <laughs> i i, I can't don't remember know. <laughs> i think he worked for byu but everyone and their mother asked me oh my gosh are you related to him I'm like no i've never even heard of this guy only dave i know How is funny my father is it be if you were <laughs> i know right <laughs> That'd be super funny, but yeah. Just like, no, we're not related. And then like later down the line, you figure out that you are and you're like, oh, well, all right. (laughs) Now I just got to go apologize to everybody I lied to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, this was filmed in, uh, in LA. Like you don't, you don't know if you have any family in. In California? Oh, I mean, I, know I mean, it. I know your sister's down there, but... Yeah, I mean... My cousin is down there. My cousin Josh. Um, but that's really all that I know of that's still living in California. It's just my cousin Josh and my sister Christina. Who knows? Maybe you're related to uh, to Gia. <laughs> in yeah, some way, shape, or form. Maybe, maybe... I mean, do you, I'm sorry, just really, really quick question. I mean, do you come across a lot of other Albers that you've never heard of? Not really. Okay. Yeah, Um, I feel Albers is a very unique last name. Yeah, there was actually, total side tangent. Sorry, guys, I just got to know this. Um, Yeah, this is just a road you guys have to go down with us. Um. There was actually a, uh, an officer Albers that worked at uh, Lone Peak. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. And no relation whatsoever. That, nope. Wow. Yeah, that was when uh, my brother Coy was working as a janitor. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so he uh, he met and ran into Officer Albers a lot. <laughs> And everyone thought that they were related. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, no relation. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure somewhere down the line, but I mean, like I said, Albers isn't a very common last name. No, it's not. Not at all. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Back to the <laughs> short film. Get. Yeah. <laughs> Acting. Uh, we ended up giving this a 72.5, like I said. Um, the three main focuses of this were Elijah, Abigail, and Mercy, played by Austin Wheeler, Sarah Ogan, and Kaylee McFerrin, like I said. Um, Austin and Kaylee, so Elijah and Mercy, were were fairly, were really good. Elijah was definitely the, uh, the standout. Oh, yeah. I Hands feel. Down. Yeah. Abigail and... Our Mercy was like the second standout, but she didn't have a whole lot to say. No, I feel it mostly got across as, you know, like her being completely silent. And I feel her acting, um, even though it's not speaking, really shine towards the end when it's just her. And uh, like you see the Banshee coming behind her and it's just about to get her. And just like the, I can't like she has just kind of like a tame look on her face, doesn't she? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, that that was that was freaking terrifying. But like, kudos to you, um, Kaylee, for amazing acting right there. Yeah. Um, and then Abigail, played by Sarah. She, uh, her deliveries were a little. I'm gonna say overacted. <laughs> And I, I, I'm trying to be as nice as humanly possible. It, she yeah. did good. She did like no. She, she did yeah, really she good. Really it's did. just delivery just felt a little off to me, and and I, I don't exactly know why. Like there's I, just I something about the delivery that just it just felt like almost like she was performing by herself. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I, I've only watched the short film once. Um, I think, I think I maybe should give it just another go, um, just to like, kind of really like understand where we're both coming from here with, uh, our opinions on, um, 
uh, how Abigail is portrayed uh, with her acting in some spots. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really my my biggest complaint. It just felt like, like I said, that she's kind of acting herself. And it's almost like her, the tones and the 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 words weren't directed at what was being said to her. Yes, yeah. I'm trying to explain this, like, <laughs> as best as I can. Like, it wasn't, it didn't feel very reactionary. It felt very standalone. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, so it's kind of like not taking into consideration the, uh, the tone or the, uh, just anything that was going on with the other actors. And I, almost like, uh, almost like voiceover. Ooh, okay. That's a good. And way to put it was it. like, didn't she? It was all like I said. Almost didn't sound like she had anything to like work off of when it came to to tone or response. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. But I mean, still, hell of a lot better than any <laughs> either one of us could do. I mean, I'm not. So, I mean, we're not that bad. I mean, three years of drama has got to mean something, right? Dude, did four you, years you watched drama. any of the the videos that we made? That that three years of drama didn't mean shit. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, <laughs> dude. I'm, oh, like, man. I'm not much. I'm not at all better. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you I don't even there. have that. Nah, you got a good point there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so like I said, we're sitting at a 72.5 for acting. Uh, moving on over to effects. And this one, I, I'm. there wasn't any like special effects in this. There was a bit of stunt work, I'll say. Yeah. There was a bit of... Like I'm also counting like cinematography in this, um, which the I'm trying to like I went through the credits and wrote down as many names as I felt like applied to what we were doing. So with the effects, like I said, I, I was counting uh, cinematography, and the director of photography was Alexandra Santiago. Excellent job. Absolutely. <laughs> He killed it. Yeah. Absolutely killed it. The So we're sitting at an 80 with effects, and the only thing that I could think of to dock was when Elijah Connor fell off the, the, the or was sliding down the hill. Kind of looked fake to you, or just, I don't know, the way that he slid down just kind of looked unnatural. It, it was... No, it did not feel like it was natural. It felt like he jumped. <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I'm sorry, and, but I'm gonna have to admit I'm gonna have to agree with that. Yeah, and that. So it was just that that I felt was the one thing that pulled me out of it a little bit. I was just like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> that looked super fake." <laughs> oh man. Um. But considering everything else, like that's not an awful thing to to be the only thing that's wrong with that. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Um, other than that, like I said, with cinematography, and I don't know if this is, a t- I'm going to say this is a cinematography issue because it could be just edited weird. I I don't know, but it just a lot of the scenes where they were looking up on the hilltop and there was like a light that to me looked too dark. I can definitely agree with that. Definitely, I had my brightness up all the way, and I all I could see was the the shape of the the mountain, and it was really? just like pure darkness, and then like the little dot, damn of light. Wow. 
Yeah. So like, so I, I, I was docked for that. Yeah, docked for that, and docked for the not super great stunt work. Yeah. I mean, but I feel <laughs> everything that they were able to do with uh, candles. I feel candles were a huge part of this short film, and the way that they set up the lighting for them, um, the areas that they put them in, just everything that they did with candles was amazing. And like, honestly, it felt like candles were like another. Um, What's the word? Uh, like another like part. They were kind of like another actor in this short film, <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah, you're not wrong. Their use of candles was was pretty great. Um, I'd like to know how the candles acted as a defense against freaking banshees, though. Well, wasn't it just because <laughs> of light? Yeah, but that's not a lot of light. <laughs> I mean, hey. In that day and age, you took what you could get. You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so those were the only two things that I could think of off the top of my head that I docked for. Everything else looked super good. The The, the way that the the Banshees just kind of come out of freaking nowhere. When oh, they, for who real. Who were they attacking? Was it Elijah? I th- yeah, I think it was Elijah. Yeah, scared the... the Oh, mother out of me. Oh, for real. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of mad at myself for watching this on a big screen because, I mean, thankfully, the remote was to the side of me and not in my hand because I might have thrown it at the screen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, so good. So, so good. Um, yeah, so like I said... Effects is sitting at an 80. Moving on over to music. Uh, we agreed that this was... We were sitting at an 8 with this. Yeah. Um, so, the sound design was done by Philip Narr. The sound mixer was Liz Hartman. And the... The end theme was performed by Serenar. Amazing. Like, all around. Hell yeah. So good to all of you. Yeah. The So, the, the, with the music, I should change music to just audio. <laughs> you could say, yeah, but, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, well, because I consider, like, the music, like, the soundtrack, and then just the overall, like, sound design yeah which all of it was done really well um the moment when abigail gets taken taken and there's no audio at all that was, that was a great was, choice oh you could have gone like for a full-on like horror movie scream you could have gone for just like crazy damn music like yeah in your face but... Maybe. This just fills your this <laughs> the hole that is left by the sound is filled with the the heaviness on your heart. Yes, <laughs> she's exactly. getting taken away. Yeah, exactly. And it's just oh, like my heart just like oh, <laughs> it's yeah. so heavy. Exactly. Like, oh. No. <laughs> and. I don't know about you, but whenever there's, like, no sound or anything in a horror movie, I get, like, infinitely more scared. Oh, I do, too, because <laughs> I know that something's going to jump out. I just know it. Yeah. So, like, I start, like, preparing myself. Like, I'll start putting up my hands to closer to my chest, and I'm just like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Great decisions all around. The Absolutely. The use of music in this was... So well done. Yes. Really, really um, good. I think what was keeping it from being higher for me was the sound effects were sometimes a bit excessively loud. That Okay, that's fair. I think you could have gotten away with lowering the volume on those a little bit. Like when... Um, when they're walking and it's just like the crunching of the dirt or whatever. Yeah. It just was a little loud. Okay. I, I can understand that. 
other than that, I think everything else was amazing. And the song that Sarah performed at the end, just chef's kiss. Yes. Incredible. <laughs> like, I know he yeah. implied it, but, you know, still, I got to do it. Yeah. So good. So freaking good. Um, Yeah, so well done on that. Um, Next up we got... Or did I say what we gave it? We gave it an eight. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you said we were yeah. uh, mutual on that. Yeah. Um, then next up we got costumes, which I didn't see in the credits whether anyone did or who was responsible for the costumes. So I apologize for that if I if I missed your name. But whoever did costumes, amazing. Just great job. I want to give you a round of applause, but I don't want to kill Caleb's ears. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, so like you said, it was like it's set in the 1800s. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it was old time, like pioneer outfits. Um, Elijah was just wearing like a white cotton shirt. Mm-hmm. Was he wearing a hat? I can't remember. I think there was a point where he was wearing a hat. Okay. But he had like the the boots, the kind of like the the slacks, work pants, suspender. Like it was a, like a whole deal. Yeah. Um it was great. And I with uh, Abigail and Mercy, I don't know if they if their costumes were meant to be like dresses or whatnot, but it looked like the old timey uh sleep gown. I th- it did and I think that probably is supposed to be like that maybe because I'm assuming because of like what was going on with all of like the having to escape the banshees all of a sudden uh, everything with light they probably had to leave their home like really really fast so like maybe they were just in their kind of like um relaxing dress um dresses i'm sorry um so that's probably why um they were expecting um to have to uh go on this long um hike or something. I'm like really butchering this, but that's just how I feel. No, you're good. That's exactly what I was thinking. That was like they woke, they had to leave suddenly and they couldn't pack like actual clothes. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so appreciated the hell out of that. Yeah. So it just kind of adds a little bit to the story that they didn't um just outright tell us. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, loved that. Absolutely loved that. Um, And a big, big round of applause to whoever designed the costumes for the Banshees. Oh, yeah. Freaking terrifying. Thank you for the nightmares. Really appreciate it. Yeah. So good. Like, so freaking good. So we gave costumes a seven. And I... The... I feel like the Banshees alone... I feel like it did deserve more. giving it that. Like, so, being honest. Yeah, even my... Because, like I said, like, we didn't really have any issues with, like, the Connors outfits, right? No, uh-uh. But, like, honestly, um, when I was grading it for some reason, you know, just because, like, it was just classic 1800s, I'm like, okay, you know, like, it was, they looked really good, but it was, like, nothing to write home about. For some reason, when I was grading costumes, I completely forgot about the Banshees, and I forgot how great those costumes were. Yeah. So, I kind of want to bump, bump we, up costumes. Please, yeah, please bump it to an eight. Okay, yeah, we're we're bumping bumping costumes up to an eight. Um, you guys did so good. Um, I think the what could have kept, or I think the one thing that kept it from 
being higher, for me at least, was possibly the, um, with Abigail and Mercy, I think that because it was like the 1800s, I would have liked to see them like wrapped in a blanket or something. Okay, that's fair. Because like, you think about how it was back then, like modesty was a big, big deal. Yeah. And whatever, and it just seemed like everyone was in the, uh, in their sleep gown. So I think I would have preferred either Abigail or Mercy to be in some sort of dress. Or at least one of the, the members of the uh, the other people. Yeah, no, I get you. Or like the other family that they went to meet. Oh, yes. Which yeah. I think we totally spaced that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in in <laughs> in the story, their goal is to get to this outpost with like everyone else, like all these other families, to like be better protected from the banshees. But when they get there, all of them are dead, and it's be- and they find or and Mercy finds a note because Elijah and Abigail get attacked by the the banshees Mm -hmm. so she finds this letter saying like hey uh they're too powerful (laughs) and we needed to to peace out so here's some poison for you guys if you want (laughs) hope to see on the other side yeah pretty (laughs) pretty much (laughs) so yeah everyone like one thing i noticed everyone in in that scene all the the women at least they were all wearing kind of like the sleep gown Mm -hmm. so i think a couple full dresses would have served them really well yeah like i can definitely agree with that so yeah i think that's the only thing keeping it from from being a little bit higher um so costumes we bumped up to an eight and then lastly, we got our own personal grade. So, Rose? You bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'll go first if you want. Can you? Because I'm still trying to like fully figure out my final score. Okay. Um, this was a real pleasant treat. There aren't a whole lot of short films that I actively enjoy or that I can list off the top of my head that I really like. Short films for me have always been a little bit slow, just a little bit too too much story. It's just each one seems to have an issue here and there, here and there. This one I feel told the story that they set out to so well. Kept keeps you engaged, scares the shit out of you, but <laughs> doesn't rely on jump scares. And I don't even feel like the Banshees were a jump scare. It was just like they just, they slowly come onto screen, and you're just like, "Oh, bloody hell!" Yeah, exactly. And I appreciate the ever living hell out of that. We talked about it with with um, with Scott and Sarah on our Justice League episode, <laughs> but we hate. When people don't earn their jump scares. And this, it earned a jump scare, but didn't use it. And that works even better for me. Yes. So, I, I really enjoyed this. I'm, I think I'm going to give it an, oh, this is tough. (laughs) I know how I feel. Yeah. I think I'm going to, to be up at... I'm going to get... I was going to... Blah, 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 blah. Wow. Whatever. I'm giving it a 90. I feel like that's... I feel like I was being too nice, but I enjoyed it that much. Because I watched it three times. Wow. So okay. Awesome. I, I really liked it. And I've recommended it to some people, and they they loved it too, so... Good. I'm gonna be the nice one here. Give it a give it a nine. I love how he says I'm gonna be the nice one here. <laughs> Coming out and saying like probably my score is absolute shit. 
It's close, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, I uh, basically agree with everything Caleb said. This is one of the greatest short films I've honestly ever seen. The acting is really solid. Uh, the effects, the music, just everything is so well done in the short amount of time that they have to tell a story. Uh, Scott and Sarah, everyone else that was involved in this short, amazing work. You guys knocked it out of the park. I'm going to go in 89. Told you it was close, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just liked it a little bit less than I did. Apparently. Take without what you will. Promise I'm not an asshole for that. <laughs> At least I hope I don't sound like one. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, Let me see in my notes. So, I'm... Yeah, I there wasn't anyone else that I I wrote down, um, but big big props to everyone that was involved. I'm going to go through the names again: writer, director, editor, Scott Nar. So good. Uh, producer, uh, Sarah Nar, uh, with the executive producer Frank Manyong. Director of Photography, Alexandra Santiago. Sound Design, Philip Narr. Sound Mixer, Liz Hartman. The Actors, Austin Wheeler, Sarah Ogan, Kaylee McFerrin. Scott and Frank, who did an extra character. No. Oh. <laughs> Together. Yeah. Uh, Gia Rose, Sammy Cacola, and the amazing performance at the very end by Sarah Nar. Amazing. Um yeah. So they filmed this at Bronson Caves in Griffith Park in LA. So for those of you that listen in LA, here's a short film that was shot there. Yeah. <laughs> and also if you guys listen to our breakdown of Zack Snyder's Justice League, you'll know that it was a complete shit show. Well, yeah, it was kind of a shit show for them trying to get this film. So, yeah. So, well done, the entire team. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. So, with this, we the, so they're still promoting their um, their newest short film that they're going to be making. It's um, Willow and Lydia. They're, they have a campaign for support on that. I'll put links to everything in the description, but go follow them on Instagram at Super Astro Films. Uh, they do some amazing work. So go support them. We love supporting indie filmmakers. So I'll, like I said, I'll post links to everything that they do in the description of this episode so you guys can go check them out. And go help however you can. At least follow them on Instagram. Like, they don't post a lot. A lot of people that we follow, they post, like, every single day. These guys <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, okay, I, I'll... <laughs> just because I, I, I feel like I know people that listen to this that do post every single day. The only reason we don't is because we're lazy pieces of shit. This is true. <laughs> And I feel like we run out of shit to post. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a very good point. So it's more jealousy than anything that's talking <laughs> when I say shit like that. <laughs> oh, man. But, Dude, like, honestly, I'm amazed anyway. for, like, people that can, like, post every day. Like, have you ever heard of a Cinema Sickness on YouTube? No. Guy posts a brand new vlog every single day where it's, whether it's, uh, Blu-ray hunting, showing off some more of his collection, or doing like uh, answering questions. Yeah, he's been uh, posting consistent, consistently. I think since like 2014 or 2015, every single day, hasn't missed one day. What an asshole! Damn. <laughs> no, dude, it's amazing because like he said, uh, that is it, amazing. That is, is absolutely amazing. Because Guinness World Records, apparently there was a record for that, and he proved that he uh, beat it. But they say that record doesn't exist anymore. So I feel really bad for the guys. Bullshit. 
So dumb. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Sorry, getting off tangent. Like, again. we got off topic a little bit, just congratulating everyone that was involved in this. Yes. The final All Bros letter grade for Umbra is... B minus. That's not bad at all. Or, I mean, no, I feel... not even, not even a little bit. It so it is sitting at an eighty-two point four percent. Yeah, that, that is not bad at all. Yeah. So comparing this to some other B minus movies that we've, uh, we've graded, and like I said, like we mentioned at the beginning, this is a short film. This is just comparing it to like other ones that we've sco- like the it's getting compared to feature films. So if you want to say it's on it's an unfair comparison, it's an unfair comparison. But whatever. We know we're <laughs> assholes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is sitting 1% higher than The War with Grandpa. That's fair, absolutely fair. It is just barely barely below Mulan. Okay. Yeah, by 0.2%. Damn. That really is close. It is 1% higher than Holiday and Handcuffs. Fair enough. 2% higher than the Banana Splits movie. Yeah, that's definitely fair. It is 1% higher than Late Night. Okay. Ooh, it is like neck and neck with the hunt. Really? Yeah. It's like exactly. Interesting. Okay. Uh, let's see. It is 1% higher than Deadpool 2. Wow. Um, let's see. It is Ooh, it is barely barely below The Greatest Showman. I need to watch that movie again. It's been quite a long time. Uh, let's see. It is 1% higher than Birds of Prey. Okay. That's fair. Let's see. 1% higher than It Chapter 2. Okay. I like it. Not a full percentage, but it's like technically 0.5 percent higher than uh it chapter two okay but still that's that's really good yeah uh two percent higher than good boys okay it is 0.3 percent higher than the magnificent seven there and it is 0.4 percent higher than rogue one Ooh, okay. Oh, and it's uh it's point one percent higher than Let's Be Cops. That's fair. That is that is absolutely fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's it's it has a good home. No, I absolutely agree. Absolutely. Well deserved. Yeah. So thank you. To Scott and Sarah Nar for sending us a, or let allowing us to review your your short film, we yes. really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, like I said, we'll post links to everything that they do in the description of this. So thank you for joining us on this fairly long. <laughs> yeah, sorry about <laughs> bonus that. episode. Whoopsie! But hey, we had a lot yeah. to say about it. It just proves it's good. Yeah. Dude, like, it, I think that just proves it. We've almost been talking... We've, we're ten minutes shy of an hour. Yeah. And we've been talking about a 17-minute long movie. <laughs> <laughs> so go check it out. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's worth it. Yeah. Do it. Do it, and you're cool. <laughs> we've We've never been cool, so I don't know if they can trust us with that that's that's fair yeah anyway <laughs> you want to attempt to sign us out 
you you got to put me on the spot here, you bitch. <laughs> if you liked what you, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get this. If you liked what you heard on this episode, uh, you can listen to more episodes of the All Bros. We are damn near everywhere: uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, if you can't find us, look somewhere else because it's probably your fault that we're not there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm Love kidding. it. <laughs> Deflecting blame. <laughs> um, be sure to check out our social media, uh, our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we post our uh, questions of the week there, as well as what we talked about on uh, Funko Focus or 4K Spotlight. Um, all of those are, uh, are th- isn't it at the Albros channel? Just the Albros. Oh, it's just the Albros. Sorry. Well, I was doing good. The Albros channel's our email. Shit, yeah, that's what it is. I said, well, if you want to email us, email us at the Albros channel <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, if you uh, maybe want to ask us a question. Well, th- I'm kind of skipping ahead. We also have a website because that's where you can uh, access our email um, to ask us a question, uh, make a uh, recommendation for a movie you want us to break down. Or uh, you can contact us Contact us that way if you want to be on a future episode. We would love to have you guys. Um, we are also on YouTube. Uh, we upload all of our um, podcast episodes there. Uh, we've said in the <laughs> many, many times uh, that future... This is easily the best thing I've ever done <laughs> to you. <up. laughs> You're such an <laughs> asshole. Uh, we've said many, many times that, uh, videos will be coming up, will be coming your way soon. We truly promise this, even though we have promised this in the past. I actually do, uh, have some, uh, hunting videos in the works. So, uh, yeah, you guys can look forward to those. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anything, am I, Caleb? Um, did you say our website? I didn't say the full name. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, it's tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. That is what it is. So other than that, nailed it. Well thank you. <laughs> yes. Um so yeah, so that is it for this bonus episode. Uh hope you guys enjoyed it. Um and until next time, this has been the Albros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we will see you guys next time. Deuces. Stole your line, bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So long. That was awful. (laughs) Whatever, I wasn't trying to do Herbert, asshole. Oh, my bad. It It was still bad.